precious Listen, building. You are more than the air. Listen, I close to my heart. I see her face and notice she sees. Your reflection is more than you see. You are more than a phenom. Lasting essence longer than eons in the plateau that we on. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Hope you guys all had a good week. I just got back from a, a, a mini staycay, feeling a little bit refreshed. I uh, sat outside for a little bit, let the, the sun kiss my scalp uh, for a recharge, and it felt great. Um, this week as a whole, though, was 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 fine. I didn't have any issues um, I didn't have any any struggles or anything. I just um, I felt exhausted. That's uh, I'm trying to get out of that because that's a constant um, in my week that I'm just overly exhausted mentally, and I don't like that feeling. So I'm trying to figure out ways that I could that I could help that. I mean, I do do a lot throughout the week, and um, yeah. But as far as anything negative or, or anything to create a spiral, um, I was good. I was good. And I hope you guys were too. I hope you guys had a, had a good week mentally. I hope you guys are able to continue fighting. Um, and I hope you guys, as usual, understand that you have someone here that is available to, to listen. Um, you can hit me up at Poetic Properties Podcast on uh, IG and Poetic Property uh, TZ easy on Twitter um, and yeah so last week um, like I immediately after I released the last podcast I was just thinking about some stuff and then things start hitting me like immediately and it's very rare that I'm able to uh, get the the topic that I want to talk about the next week like so quickly um, I think I'm kind of finding my rhythm now of, of where I want the podcast to be and what I truly want it to be for, uh, per se. Excuse me. Um, and what I really want it to be for. And, you know, I just, I want to be able to to help people in general. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist or, or anything like that. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm a person who who struggles with uh, mental health, and I'm honest about it, but I'm also an encourager, um, and I, I, I wanna be an example of not letting it get to you. Um, and what I mean by let it get to you, like being able to continue to fight for whatever you're trying to be in life and not let it derail you um, from doing that. You know, a lot of times, you know, I don't want to sit here and act like it's all good days for me and stuff like that. Like, I don't have down times because I do. I have days where I don't want to do anything. I don't want to create. I don't want to talk. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to hear anything. I just, you know, I just go into a shell. And those days, unfortunately, they happen. But my goal is to show people an example of being able to fight through and being encouraged enough to to keep going. So for me, you know, my kids are, are my reason, right? Because we need a reason. We need a reason for everything. So my reason to continue to release creativity, to continue to work, continue to get up, is for my kids. I want to get to a point to where I'm able to function for me, right? 
eventually my kids and, and God forbid that I'm still struggling with depression and anxiety when they're old enough to move out. But I have to get to a point just in case that I'm able to keep going for me. So that's my goal. And um, I just want to continue, you know, in real time to encourage people to try to get there. You know, I don't want to act holier than thou, like the struggles aren't here, like I'm over them. I'm going through it in real time with you, and that's why I get on here every week so that you can see, you know. So, again, if you didn't have a good week and, and you're alive to keep going, just keep fighting. You're going to have those, you're going to have good days, bad days, and you just have to condition yourself to keep it pushing. Um, so yeah, with that being said, um, the subject that came to me was competition and the reality of life and understanding that we were taught competition, in my opinion, incorrectly. In sports, um, in school, in everything, we're taught to compete with the next person, be at the top of your class, be the best athlete on the field. You know, the best athlete gets the scholarship and, and you go on, be the best looking, you get the, the cutest girl or the cutest guy and stuff like that. But then no one teaches self-competition. So you grow up and you're still competing with people and you don't know how to, to win or lose properly. So now you're in a difficult space of what do I do? I say that because of this. Um, entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is extremely difficult. It is easy to get discouraged in what you're trying to do. And with that, I, I, I start thinking about things um, in regards to like real life and how, you know, people's emotions get torn down from competition because they don't know how to win and they don't know how to lose properly. Um, it's very, it, it's very deceptive to, to like competition is very deceptive and you have to realize that everything is in a competition and I'm, I'll be 38 next month, and I'm learning that now. Everything isn't a comp. It's it's, it's it's not a competition with others, right? It's not a it's not a competition to be better than that person or better than this person. And I'm I'm competitive in a certain extent, but I never look at the next person trying to be better than them, and I never look at myself being better than anybody. Um, I always say, I. I I listen so that I can learn, but I learn so that I could teach. I never want to learn anything and keep it for myself. I'm not in competition with anybody. The thing is, is that since we're taught to compete and go head to head with everybody, we lose out on opportunities because as we get into our adulthood, you realize that it's very rare that you have a unique idea. It's very, very rare, very rare that you sit there and something comes to your mind and it doesn't exist already. 
The fear is because it already exists. Your idea now to you is, is a horrible idea because someone did it. And then, you know, we're taught, well, you're, you do it, like you take someone ideas and then you do it better. And it's like, no, you, you, you do your idea that you came up with, regardless of it, if it exists or not, as long as you are not uh, uh, stealing. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about intellectual property. I'm talking about like ideas like clothing lines, ideas like phone case, a, a phone case company, or ideas like uh, cell phones. You know, just ideas in general that are needed around the world. It's very imperative that you don't get discouraged with competition because if there's there's millions of hamburger stands, there's millions of taco stands. I live in Arizona and there's a, a Berto on every block. Ala, Rebo, Shibo, Tibo, like it's in all of them if they if they had fear because the next taco shop was right there. They wouldn't be in business, and I'm. Uh, I look around as I as I'm in stores. I look around as I'm driving up and down the street. Like it's it's a million different gas stations. At the end of the day, it's the same gas. You tap it from the same source. Yeah, you put your your own chemical making to it, so you know it could be yours. But at the end of the day, it comes from the same source. I look at you know clothing companies. Yeah, your your designers put in the work to to sew it and do that, or even if it's a print on demand. Yeah, you know those companies um, put together the hoodies and put together that. But at the end of the day, it's all coming from the same source. So the competition is unnecessary. Like I live, uh, I like I said, I live like right on the Indian reservation, right. But right in the city, it's, 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 just, it's on one street, right? It's two supermarkets. It's two supermarkets, on, uh, one on the left, one on the right. Both of those supermarkets have the Starbucks, and then we have a standalone Starbucks. We have four gas stations on that one, that one stretch. We have four gas stations. Two of them are the same exact company. They're just owned by somebody different. If you hit a quick right, it's a third company, it's Circle K. It's, it's the same gas. But guess what? Everybody has customers. No one is trying to sabotage the next company. No one is trying to sabotage, you know, there's a, a Burger King, a Jack in the Box, a Culver's, a Taco Bell, um, three Mexican other restaurants, a Chipotle, and, a sound, and uh, two sandwich shops all on one block. And nobody is trying to sabotage the other because at the end of the day, it's not a competition of I need to steal your customer. The ideal thing is I need to please my customer. So as an adult, we have to understand everything isn't a competition. It really isn't. And if you have kids, it's important that you teach them. Everything isn't a competition. You want to do your best because you want to do your best, not because the next person wants not for you to look better than the next person. 
like society is really jacked up and it's just it, it's a shame that it takes so long for people um, to see that but also it takes it, it takes so much strength to be able to teach the next generation what's going on like a lot of people you know I'm woke I'm woke I'm woke and it's just it's a lot of conspiracy theories right there is to me there is there is a thing as being woke but it's not with it's not only with conspiracy theory type things that we all know are really true and they're only called conspiracy theories because government doesn't want us to know cool it is what it is I'm not going there what I what I mean is I tell my kids to compete with themselves because I've always said I'm raising humans. I'm not raising men. I'm not raising women. I'm raising humans. So I'm going to respect you as a human being. I'm not stronger than you. Like I have no authority over you as a result to what you believe in, um, how you carry yourself and stuff like that. It is my responsibility as a parent to uh, teach you the things that are in society so you can choose how to do or be who you want to be in the uh, constructs of good and bad and good and evil, whatever. That's your job. I'm just here to cultivate and make sure you don't fly off the rails. But for the most part, for me, I allow my kids to be who they are because that's just who I am. I didn't have that freedom coming up. And the time that I grew up, you didn't, you, you weren't allotted that because of the times, the area, what was going on. So for me, it's really important to let them know in all aspects of their life, you're not competing with no one but yourself. The goal is to get a, is to get a grade better than you got last time. It's to run a time faster than you ran last time. It's to get more tackles than you got last game, to score more points, to, to, to pass the ball more. It's to cook a better dish than you cooked, you know, last dish or whatever, but it's never against nobody. We didn't learn that when we were kids. We just learned we had to be the best, better than everybody else. And a lot of adults are struggling because they don't have nobody to compete with. Like, and I can make that tangible. For me, I've always done sports, always. From the time that I was six, I skipped a year because uh, Timothy and, and, and Dederick rocked, like, they knocked my whole junk off and I don't want to play football ever again after that. So uh, I missed the year and then I came back, I think I was eight or nine, and then I have never missed a year of sports, whether it be uh, track or football, up until I think I was 20 or 21, right? So I'm always, I always have a coach, a drill sergeant type person. I always have somebody scheduling my weightlifting, scheduling my running and stuff like that. And it's because I'm trying to be the, I'm, I'm competing with the next person to, to, to get the, the starting position. I'm competing with the next person to be on the, the A relay, not the B relay. But now as an adult, I don't have a coach. I don't have nobody screaming at me, give me 20. I don't have nobody, come on, push it, push it. And it's just me, so I've gained weight, right? I gained weight, and it's difficult for me to, it's difficult for me to work out like I worked out when I was younger, not because I don't have the stamina or ability to, but 
I'm conditioned for someone to be yelling in my ear for me to get going. I'm conditioned to, you know, see the next person next to me and like, oh, I don't want this person to get my position. So I'm going to work harder than this person. But as an adult, you don't have that. So I walk here and there. I try to eat right here and there. I cut out this food. And it's just like, it's a difficult, it's, it's, it's difficult because I'm looking for the competition, not because I want it, but because mentally I am conditioned to be in competition with everyone but myself. So on my journey of accountability, I'm learning so many different things that require my accountability within myself. Not It has nothing to do with no one else. I was taught that it had to do with this person. I was taught relationships have to do with your partner. No, I was taught, you know, losing weight is a, is a competition. You got to want to do it, blah, 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 blah. We was never taught to, to do those things for ourselves. We were never taught to love ourselves. And now we're stuck in this, in, in, in this competitive nature that is killing our souls. It's killing us slow. And we have to understand everything isn't a competition. The competition is within you. You have to wake up and say, where do I want to be? Who do I want to be? For myself, not for the relationship, not for the employer, you know, not for your kids, but who are you? Who do you want to be? Compete with yourself so that you can be the greatest version of yourself. As long as you're competing with somebody, you're just trying to take their attributes that you feel like are good attributes and add them to yourself. And everything isn't for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. I've learned that throughout my life is that not, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like that. Even though that it looks like it works for that person and their family or that person and their business, I don't want to do that. I want to learn how to do something that fits me so it's not a struggle. Like I don't want any, I don't want any unnecessary struggle. And competing with other people, it's creating an unnecessary struggle when I can be competing with myself and learning. And don't get don't get me wrong, learning from someone is is, is not wrong. Like I said. I learn, I listen to learn, and I learn to teach, period. If anybody asks me anything that I don't know, I'm going to research. If I do know, I'm going to give it. And I've had people say, why do you just give information away for free? And I'm like, because it's not affecting me. People are going to like or not like me because they like or not like me. Not because I'm helping or not helping. It doesn't, like... Honestly, I've been looking for these track suits, right? I've been looking for these track suits, sweatsuits um, that match forever. And I've reached out to everyone. I reached out, like I told you guys last week, I'm just doing certain things for me so that it, like, I, 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 can't, I can't get mad if I never step on the field. So I've asked people, celebrities, I've asked, I've asked regular people, you know, people, oh, it's $800, I'll tell you the name of my vendor, or blah, 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 it's $500, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. And it's like, I just want matching sweatsuits. And so I'm researching, 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 I couldn't figure nothing out. And then last week when, when I did the episode of, 
um, jump. So I went, I saw some, some celebrities that have merch lines. I got in the DMs. All you can do is ignore me. It's three things that's going to happen. You're going to ignore me. You're going to point me in the right direction. Or you're going to respond and say, nah, I can't help you. Whatever. I've been doing that for, um, I've been doing that for two weeks. The first week I just did, you know, people who are starting out just like me or are a little bit ahead of me or a lot of bit ahead of me. I don't know. And I, hey, you know, where did, where did you get your, your matching tracksuits? I'll give it to you for $800. I'll give you the vendor. All right, cool. I'll have $800 to give you just for a name, but I, re I appreciate it. Hey, where'd you get that? No response. Hey, no response. So last week, the week before last, I did people who, entrepreneurs who are starting out, right? Last week, I did people who I deem celebrities, you know, people who I look and I see that they're doing something, you know, that I like positive or, or whatever. I find them funny, yada, yada, whatever, you know, and I interact with this guy, his name is Kevin Tate, and I don't, he don't know me personally, I don't know him personally, but I seen one of his specials, me and my kids love him, right, me and my kids love him, and I interact with him just in general because he, he posts questions for his Zodiac show, and so I comment here and there, um, not even here and there, like kind of the ones that apply, I'll, I'll respond. Never thought nothing of it, yada, yada, whatever. So I hit up a couple more celebrities, hit up a couple more celebrities. Kevin dropped something. He, he, he dropped something, what's today, Sunday? I want to say it was either Thursday or Friday. Yesterday, I hit him up. Hey, bro, I know you don't know me. Um, I'm a small business entrepreneur trying to figure out where do you where do you get your matching uh, sweatsuits and tracksuits, etc. Um, just wanted to know, do you have a particular vendor, or you know, do you do it wholesale? Now, mind you, I've asked the same question to everybody, and for two weeks, so 14 days straight, I've asked the same question to everybody, and everybody has either been giving me the runaround, ignoring me, whatever. I asked Kev, I think it was either, like I said, I either asked him Friday or, or Saturday. Today I was sitting there and I was like, I got a message. I'm like, I didn't even hear my phone. I didn't even hear my phone go off. But it, it is what it is. So I opened it and he had responded to me. He had given me an answer. The answer is beneficial to me. So for me now, all right, cool, I can stop looking for what I'm looking for because now I know what I need to do. I'm not at the level. I'm not at that level of, of where I need to be to do what needs to be done to get that, right? And I know that sounds crazy and cryptic or whatever, but I'm just being, I'm just, it is what it is. The point that I'm trying to make is that I jumped out me and him cater to a completely different audience, but because I jumped out and I got 13 days of no's, I finally got a yes. 
I finally got pointed in the right direction of, all right, this is what, you, this is what you're going to have to do. This is what you're going to have to find. So, so it's not just one thing. You see what I'm saying? It's, a, it's multiple steps of what I was looking for, but at least he responded. So now that I know, because it was the perfect example of we're not a competition. So he pointed me in the direction I needed to go. So now I have to do more research in my area because he's not out here where I'm at. But I have to do the research in my area to 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 get to what I need to get to. So the point is, is that everybody else more than likely saw it as a competition. He didn't ask me for no money. He didn't ask me, you know, well, what is this? What is that? It was just, here go the response, bro. I don't know him. He don't know me. The only currency, the only currency that him and I have, have exchanged is time. That's it. And like I told you, time is valuable. And I'm learning that if people see you, if people see you giving them time, and by time I mean in today's world, you responding to their post. If they ask a question, you give an answer to, to help them do their show or, or not help. I'm saying that loosely. If someone, oh, what do you think about this? And you're standing there and you're giving them time and interaction is valuable. Because I gave him, I paid him in time, weeks and weeks in advance of just interacting because he had some genuinely, like, genuinely the questions were really good. The concept of his show was really good. So I was just responding because I was like, oh, this is this is adult interaction. I like where he's going. I'm reading the comments. His comments are all uh, uh, the comments are always either funny or uh, uh, intellectual. And it's on some hood stuff, but it's still you get something from his questions. You get a different perspective. But I paid in time. And I know to somebody else listening, they'll be like, well, why don't you do this or why don't you do that? Or why is that so important to you? It's so important to me because 13 days of no's with people that are, you know, rich per se, or people who are established in their business, they took it as a threat and didn't and didn't want to respond. I'm not trying to steal your customers. I'm not trying to 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 what the young people say. I'm not trying to swerve in your lane. I just wanted to know because I would like to add them to my small business. But I never I never asked Kevin for, hey, can you can you support my business by retweeting or resharing or follow my page? I, hey bro, where you get that from? And of course I did it more uh, uh, respectful than that. But the point is, without hesitation, he let me know. Because it's not a competition. And we get in this thing and, and it just sucks that that's how we're taught. That's how we're taught. We're raised that way. Compete, 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 compete. And it's like, I'm teaching my kids how to be, how to compete with themselves. I never want the kids, when they get older, uh, uh, when they start making their own decisions, I never want them to be as lost as I was when I initially became an adult. And I'm not, I'm not knocking, you know, my parents or anything like that because they were taught how they were taught. It's, I, 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 I believe, like the the generation now, they don't, they could care less about what their parents, what their parents think. 
I was born in 82. And we, I think we're the last generation of like kind of the traditional upbringing. So it took us a while to get to the free thinking per se. But I think that our kids are like, that's the first generation. Like my oldest is, is uh, 14. I think his generation is the first generation like, like to kind of uh, tiptoe into free thinking and the parents don't, don't go off. Because now these new these 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 new set of kids, I wish you would try to tell them something. You know, not saying they're they're rowdy or whatever like that, but when it comes to their thinking, when it comes to their entrepreneurship, when it comes to their creativity, when it comes to them being who they are, who they see themselves as, I wish you would try to tell them kids something. I have witnessed some some crazy things, and it's funny because. It'll be like, ooh, back in my day, this would have happened. But it's like, that's wrong. Everybody should get to better, uh, should, should have the opportunity to compete with themselves, to become, be become better for themselves and not with no one else. I don't want to be better than my brother. That's my brother. I don't want to be better than my sister. That's my sister. I want us all to figure out who we want to be, you know, work-wise, school-wise, creative-wise, parental. Like, I want us all to figure that out and compete with ourselves and then us all love each other for who we are. Because it's not a competition. It's not. We, we, we allow... And... We're all victim of it, even when you get to a certain place. We allow people space in our heads, right? And it creates this, this anger. And it's like, for what? But it's so difficult to, to back down. It's so difficult to, to let it go. Once somebody get in your head, Jesus, it's, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. And... That's why it's a fight of self-awareness. It's a fight of self-accountability. Like I always say, I'll be able to, to hold myself accountable before anybody else will, right? But it took a long while for me to get to the point to where I'll look at myself and I'll sit and like something will happen. I'll sit like, nah, that wasn't right. That's not even, that's not even your get down. Like you allowed someone to press you to to an extent to where you reacted in a way that you normally wouldn't. And we all fall victim of that. But best believe I'll be able to be like, yo, my bad, I didn't, you know, I should've, I should've handled this that way, even if I'm right. I don't like being out of my character. So if you, so, so if I, if I allow you to push me out of my character, I'm gonna apologize because I, I should have more strength. I should be so competitive, with, uh, competitive, competitive, Am I saying that right? I should be in so much competition with myself that nothing should be able to move me. And when it does, I should be so in tune with who I am that I'm able to say, you know what? Doesn't matter what you said. I should have been able to stay on this thing because I'm not in competition with you. I'm in competition with me to be better. I'm a spiritual person. I'm a competition because I believe in heaven and hell. So my goal is to be better than I was yesterday so that when my time comes, like, yo, I, I, I try to better myself every day. You know, you win some and you lose some. But 
we allow people in our headspace and they like I, I I'm very careful with what I say like right now on Twitter they they keep posting these things and it's like the the caption is rent free and and meaning this this is this lives rent free in your mind and a lot of it is funny you know a lot of it is like clips from movies and stuff like that but it's just like I laugh because I'm very careful with what I say because once you start doing that, you'll allow anything into your mind without even knowing. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I don't, I don't allow, because my mind was so weak and I allowed everything that, that came up against me to live rent-free, once I was able to evict all those other thoughts, all those other emotions, all those other people's opinions, once I was able to evict all that, I don't, nothing lives rent-free. Nothing lives rent free. I'm so competitive with myself that I will I will will put myself in a competition of how long I can't talk to or won't talk to someone so that I'm able to have peace within myself. That's just who I am. Uh, like I, I don't I'm I don't want to compete. I don't want to debate. I don't want to do any of those things um, outside of outside of trivi trivia. Or trivial things. As a result to my life, I don't want to debate with nobody. Like when it's when it's serious, that involves me, involves my kids, my relationships. Like I'm not gonna debate with you. Because there's nothing that you are going to say to create a competition with who I am as a person, as a parent, as a lover, as an employee, as a boss, as a friend, as a There's nothing nobody's going to be able to say to me. I'm not saying that I'm always right. I'm not saying that I'm always wrong. But what I'm saying is I don't want to debate anything with anybody unless it's for fun. I don't want to create unnecessary competition with anyone. Because there's nothing or no one that is in my life that when it's said and done, have to handle what I have to handle. Me and my brother are best friends. Me and my, my brother, we tell each other everything. We, you know, we talk, we text, we, we tell each other about business, we talk about the kids, we do all of that. But at the end of the day, I can't be him, he can't be me. So it's certain things that's like him and I, we don't argue. Like I'll shut down. And he'll be like, Peanut, I don't care what it is, call me. And he means that. I struggle with it because of the depression. I don't think he's aware of that, but I struggle with contacting him because of the depression in me. Because it's like, I want to call him, but it's like, I'm super duper down. It's like, uh, I don't want to do anything. But him and I, there's no competition at all. There's no, like... He tells me all the time, bro, I go through stuff a lot of times so that you don't got to go through it. And he's been like that since, since we've been little. Since I can remember running around my brother, I don't think a fight that I can remember. Like my mom, my mom always laughs because I guess he was picking on me and I hit him with something or whatever. But anything that I can remember, I don't, I can't remember him creating a competition of who gonna be the better brother? Ever since I can remember, he's always just guided me. 
you know, his example, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but for the most part, it, 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 I, don't, I don't recall a competition, and that's the person closest to me in the world. So I've been his brother for 38 years, and he just taught me, like, be you. No, compete with who? And it's like, so every time I step on a field, every time I step on a track, every time I recite a poem, it's nobody there. My brother told me, be you. Go handle that. That's what I do. I'm in competition with myself. I'm always trying to do, to do the, the, the next idea better than the, the last. Like, my brother is probably the only person that lives rent-free in my mind. But it's not negative. It's lessons. Stop crying to get a ticket. Attach everything to the end goal. Don't talk a lot, but when you do talk, make sure you pop the eyes out. These are things that my brother has said to me like when I was a teenager. And I always remember those things. There's never been a competition. There's never been hate. There's never been envy. It, he's just my brother. And I use that as an example because a lot of us have siblings, a lot of us have friends that we, you know, that we're so-called best friends with, and it's a competition. It's an undertone to it. Like, my brother is like my father. I look at him that way, and he never says it, but I know he looks at me like I'm his son. We're two years apart, but the life that we have lived, it created, it, it, it created a strong father-son bond. I've always looked up to him. No matter what I'm going through, I know it bothers him sometimes that that we don't talk. I know it bothers him sometimes that like when I'm when I'm sick and I'm um, I'm trying to hide it from. I know he knows, but I know him. He gonna allow me to be who I am, but he always gonna say, "Peanut, call me." Don't let me find out from nobody else. Don't text me. Call me so we can talk about it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what's on your mind. Call me. And no matter what, I cannot talk to, I cannot talk to my brother for 60 days, call him, and it'll be like we just talked. Yeah, he can be like, what's up? Like, you good? But after that, after that initial, you know, father check, we're going to be back to normal. I could talk to my brother every single day and we don't talk about the same thing because it's not a competition. He taught me that and little by little, you know, I, I think about him often because we're not next to each other. We haven't been next to each other um, for years now. Like and next to each other, I mean living in close proximity. Like I can't just reach him if, if I want to. He can't just reach me if he wants to. And it's a very difficult thing to be honest, but he's taught me so much. So little by little, it's random things that pop through my mind. I'll be thinking about them and, and something will pop through my mind because even though we don't compete with each, with each other, we are competitive, if that makes sense. And so I'll think about something and I'll be getting emotional and I'll just hear him be like, man, stop crying to get a ticket. And I'll start dying laughing because that's just who my brother is. That's just, that's just the type of guy that he is. It's like he going to compete. But he, he, he never competed with nobody. Like I laugh because I see all these people in the NFL and stuff like that. And I, I, 
as a, as a little kid, just seeing my brother play against them and dominate them, like, I, I laugh. I laugh because it's just so refreshing that I saw my brother dominate some of these people. But then when it was time to let it go, he let it go. He moved on to the next thing. I've never seen, uh, I've never seen, like, off, outside of the field, right? Because when you're on the field and you're, you're an athlete, yeah, you're competing with somebody. But in life, I've never seen my brother compete with nobody. And so for me, I never compete with nobody. The competitions with myself. It was like when I very first started doing, doing my business, right? I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, da 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 And then, like, I was like, he was asking me, like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. Da. And I, then it was too much for me, right? It was too much for me, so I didn't do nothing. And then it was like a good like month, good two months, what you doing for the business? What you doing for the business? Like, no matter what we talked about, we would talk about the kids, we'll talk about, you know, he'll ask me about their grades, he'll what they up to. All right, I'm gonna hit them on the iPad a little bit. What you did for the business today? Man, uh, I don't know, man, I was just tired. Right, Peanut, no matter what, you gotta do something for the business. Man, bro, you Peanut, no matter what, you gotta do something for the business. And so his voice is in my head just continuously, right? And I'm still kind of lackadaisical. I'm still like, all right, man, I'm going to get to it. So I'm working on this thing, working on that thing. And boom, my daughter passes away. So now on top of that, on top of my bro, always telling me, bro, bro, you creative, just do it. Do, like write something. The next thing is the best thing. Now my daughter has has taught me time. Now now, uh, uh, them are the two forces for me. My brother and my daughter that passed. My 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 brother is telling me to be consistent, even before I start. Right. Every day you got to work on a business. And now my daughter has taught me time. Now I have now you know logically, I'm like oh uh, uh, I get it now. So now every there's not a time that my brother could call me and I'm not doing anything for the business. There was a time that I call my brother every day, right? And this is what I mean about not being a competition with people. My brother's an artist, right? And I'll call him and I'll hear stuff in the background and I'll already know what he's doing. And not necessarily, not necessarily particularly the piece he's working on, but like <laughs> I used to be like, this man does not sleep. Every time I called him, I heard either a tool in the background, one of his um, motivational uh, speeches that he listened to while he worked. I hear uh, him drying stuff or painting stuff, or hold on, peanut. Uh, I gotta let this set real quick. And I'm looking at that just constantly. He he works. You feel me? He 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 works school, his family, his business, all of that. But every time I called him, he was working on his business. And that's where I get it from where I don't want, I'm not telling you nothing I ain't been through myself. The best example I have of that is my brother Duck. He don't tell me nothing he, he hasn't been through. And what I love about it is that I, I, I've been a parent 
for going on 15 years, but I'm his younger brother, right? So he'll ask me certain things and I'll laugh because he's still my big brother. So he can't like, it, it, it can't be like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But he asked me, he'll ask me certain things. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? I remember before, like, I, I remember before I used to, I used to be very hard on my kids. I used to be very hard on my kids. And so I was talking to him one day and I remember him saying like, man, like at some point, y'all just got to have conversations because they understand what you're saying. And if they do, if they, if they doing it still, that that's a, it's a disconnect of respect. And so I'll never forget that. He wasn't a parent or nothing, but he's my brother and I look up to him. And for me, he is the only person that I'll listen to that I trust his word regardless. Everybody else, if he talks to me about my kids, I like you might get hung up on. But my brother has a relationship with my kids. He tells them things sometimes different than, than what I tell them, but he's their uncle and it's not a competition. He telling them from the perspective of an uncle. I'm telling them from the perspective of a dad, but he's also speaking from someone who helped raise me. So regardless of if we are verbally on the same page, we are on the same page because he raised me. That is the only person I give, like, I, I give rent-free space in my head because it's not a competition. I'm never conflicted of what he said versus what I said. It's never a competition about that. It's listen, learn, apply, teach. That's it. That's it. So be careful who you're allowing in your mental space. Be careful that you don't allow people to create an emotional response from you that is not who you are. If you feel that the situation or the conversation creates anger, check yourself. I, like, let me tell you something. I used to be so hot-headed. I used to be like... You can say whatever, and I'm going to say whatever. But that's before I value peace. That's before I realize, like, I'm not in competition with you. An argue, all an argument is, it's a competition of wits. It's a competition of emotion. It's a competition of irritation. Who is going to yell louder? Who is more irritated? Who's going to, quote, unquote, win? Now, if I've done something to make you mad or to hurt you, I'm going to apologize. It is up to you to accept the apology or not. But what I'm not going to do is argue. Like, you can yell at me and do all of that, and more times, uh, nine times out of ten, I'm going to be like, cool. Because, one, when you're at an elevated emotional state, it doesn't matter what the next person says anyway. You can be 100% wrong. And I could be 100% right and vice versa. But when emotions are high and voices are elevated, it doesn't matter. The competition is who can yell louder, who can win the argument, who is right, who is wrong. Even if, in my case, if I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you I'm wrong. You still want to yell because that's how we are built. That's how we are conditioned. We have to argue. Even if you, like, you could be at, you could be at your wit's end and blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, you know what? I was wrong with that. 
I should have I should have not done that. I should have not said that. And you're still going to yell because you didn't hear me because you're so conditioned to have a competition. You are so, you know, that's how we are brought up. Everything is a head to head. You got to be right and never be wrong. And then even when you're wrong, you can never admit you're wrong. And that's how a lot of people die. That's how a lot of friendships break up. That's how a lot of relationships break up. That's how a lot of times people stop dealing with their family because nobody wants to come to the understanding. Nobody wants to humble themselves. Everybody has to be right because that's how we're raised and that's not cool. It's not cool. Everything is not a competition. Family, relationship, business, uh, employment. It's not a competition. I've learned that everybody on earth has a responsibility and a duty for themselves to keep earth going. Everything is a balance. Everything is, everything is a balance. It is. Every, everybody is in the right place that they're supposed to be. And in my personal opinion, I, I feel like, you know, when things, when, when things happen out of the ordinary, it's because you, you were in a space that you, that you weren't supposed to be in, whether it be mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, spiritually, it's certain things that we go through that it comes from the choices that, that we make emotionally. And I'm not sitting here saying that I don't make emotional decisions or I don't say things emotionally. But one thing for sure is that it's, it's way less than it used to be. Like I said, I'll cut myself off. Like, I'm that type of person. Like, oh, no, nah, I feel like I'm about to argue with you for days and days and days on end. I can't do this friendship. I can't do this relationship. I can't deal with you at work. I won't say anything. But that's just, that's just where, where I came. I'm, um, you know, this is my podcast. I can, I can say what I want. I want to, I want to say this five years ago, I was in competition trying to prove something five, six, let's see. I was only six, seven at the max. I was in competition trying to prove something to both of my baby mothers, right? That I could just, I could be a man and I could do this and I could do that and I could do this for my kids and, and, and this, that, and the other. And I was homeless. Sleeping on people's couches, right? A whole while, I'm, I'm giving my son's mom money I'm giving my daughter's mom money and I'm leaving no money for myself. Right? Pride didn't let, pride 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 didn't let me say that out loud to either of them. Because of how they spoke to me, how they spoke about me. So my ego, I was in competition with them. I was, oh no. Nah. They ain't about to say I'm I'm not this. They ain't about to say I'm not that. I'm going to give them all the money that I make and, and it's whatever. But the whole time, I have nowhere to take my kids. The whole time, I have, I can't, I can't bring my, my daughter. I can't get my sons. You see what I'm saying? Pride, pride got me in competition with them that I'm willing to be homeless with my kids. Right? But then I start being a competition with myself. I don't care what, uh, and, and if either of them hear this, I don't say this with disrespect. I don't care. At, like there, there came a point to where 
I didn't care what you thought. I didn't care what they thought who I am. I started caring with who I am. I got tired of sleeping on people's couches. I got tired of just being yes men and just doing what, like just, just enduring just verbal abuse, just yelled at it. And you ain't this and you ain't that while I'm whole well trying to get everything under control. That was the hardest competition of my life. Competing with who I was trying to be and who they were telling me that I was. And who they were telling me that I was was winning for a long time. For a long time. And I started saying, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I have to start doing stuff for me. I have to get out of this situation for me. I can't be who I'm supposed to be for my kids listening to their mothers tell me who I am. I have to be who I am. So little by little, I start calling out. Little by little, you know, I start, I, I start standing my ground. You know, I lost a lot with my daughter from standing up for myself. But I don't regret that. I have to be who I'm going to be. And I'm not going to create chaos. And I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to do that. It is what it is. I created a little bit of chaos. with standing up for myself. My son's mom. I don't regret that. I allowed the competition to go because I didn't know no better. But then I start competing with myself. And the more I start competing with myself, the more I start believing in who I was, the more I start standing up for me, the more I start obtaining the things that I needed so I could be who I say that I am. I'm not competing with who you think I should be as a parent. I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. If you want to keep my child away from me because I'm standing up for, for me, okay, cool. I'm not going to traumatize my kid competing with you. There's going to be a day I'll be able to speak my piece. But until then, I'm not creating that competition because my daughter's watching, because my son's watching. That's my take on it. Competition is not always necessary. I believe that. I believe that if you do what you're supposed to do, the things that are supposed to come to you will come to you in all aspects of your life. The goal is to help, not hinder. So many people ask for help and, and, and they get denied. So many people come to you for assistance and because of competition, you hinder their growth because you're trying to hold something a secret. I get it if it's intellectual property. I get it if it's an idea that you have for something that, do, that doesn't exist. But if it's something that's in a pool and people are just pulling things out of the pool and they're just having a hard time understanding it or lining it up or putting the piece together and you shun them, you're creating a hindrance. Now you're creating competition. And I, I, I learned that because 
people will come to you for stuff and you will deny them. And now in their mind, I got to be better than that person because that person didn't help me. And it's years and years and years of this person just competing with you and you have no idea the monster you created when you could have just answered a simple question. You could have showed this person, hey, it's not about a competition. It's about us listening, learning, applying, and teaching. So for me, when I mentor people and they ask me certain things, I tell them. As I'm going through my entrepreneur journey, I don't have no secrets. I told y'all the other uh, last pop, I seen it again this week. It costs zero to retweet, da-da-da-da-da. My, my next customer could be on your timeline right now. And I seen 20,000 retweets, maybe 30,000 retweets. And I laughed so hard because I'm reminded of when I did that and got zero. There's no animosity. There's no hatred. I have to do a better design. I have to do a better poem. I have to release a better pot or whatever the case is. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. We have to, to start teaching people the, that competitive nature that you have within yourself. You have to apply it to you. It's just like I said at the beginning of my pod, like when I very first started, how I read relationship books, not for the other person. I really, I read that for me. Everything it tells me to apply to a partner, I apply to myself first. Because at the end of the day, I want to love me so much that it doesn't matter. I want to be so competitive with myself that I can keep elevating to the next level. Another, the next person doesn't, it doesn't bother me what they're doing. I said before, I come from nothing. I don't have a, a jealous bone in my body. I know that sounds weird. I know some people would challenge that. But for me, I don't have a jealous All of my friends, all of my associates, I want them to win. What they, what they win or lose does not affect me. But I do want them to win. I don't wish hate harm on nobody. I want everyone to win, period. Because it's not a competition. And I understand that. I learned a long time ago that I am my biggest critic. I am my biggest hater. I am a person that struggles with defeatism. If that's even a word. But that's because I was competing with everybody else. Competing with the, the next poet. I'm trying to get on Death Poetry Gym for what? I have my own stage at home. Competing, you know, with with authors for what? I can put out my I can put out my books myself. I've all I've been in competition with publishers for years. Hey, this is this, this is this, this is this. No response, no response, no response. For what? I can put out the book myself. Everything isn't a competition. The goal is to listen, learn, apply, and teach. That's it. 
compete with yourself. That way you'll always win. Y'all have a good one.